Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We are surfing the psychic waves. On today's show, we are going to be surfing the wishing waves. And when we think about this time of year of getting friends and family together, there's a lot of wishing that goes on of either something to be different, something to be said or acknowledged. And it's kind of a lot of pressure uh, that happens just for one day or one event or one dinner. So today, uh, we're going to look at that sort of energy of what we actually want as spirits in this sort of uh, time of year and kind of how we interact with friends and family. So much has changed over the last couple of years with pandemic stuff going on. And it's a lot of pressure for one event or situation to deliver uh, a certain result and sometimes it's about letting things unfold and it might start with one gathering or one dinner or one conversation. But when we're all worked up, we want it all at once. And sometimes that can't happen. So today in meditation, it'll be a lot easier to look at this kind of energy where you're uh, sort of setting the stage or setting what that ocean's going to look like. And how you would sort of navigate that space and who would you do it with? So when you walk into this gathering, whatever it is, it might be a really happy event. And yet there's still expectation of what kind of happiness everyone's going to get to. <laughs> it's like we do it to ourselves and yet we can't stop doing that, wishing for more. So uh, we're going to look at what kind of uh, spirit guides we can be um, working with in that moment. We're going to sort of set the space around our energy, around our aura, uh, just outside the body. We're going to look at a, like a circle of light around, uh, the body kind of on the floor. Um, and we'll look at, uh, different directions of where the spirit guides will show up. Usually I try to just make it a really simple four way direction kind of thing, but I've been noticing that we're getting a lot more uh, energy sort of thrown at us from different directions. So we'll look at energy that's happening in the front of us, the back of us, and there's kind of two directions off of each shoulder, if that helps to visualize. And so we'll look at these energies, who we'd like to invite into this space, and hopefully you get to a state where you're acknowledging that you're actually creating some of the energy that's going to unfold over time. Uh, with these friends and family. So sometimes we can't get to a result, you know, with a two hour dinner. But if you give it a couple of um, uh, space of time, and maybe length of time or a space in between, whatever that sort of looks like a meditation, as you can see, I can't find the word. Um, it it starts to unfold. And then it's like, oh, that's right, we're we're progressing. And we're moving along, things are rolling along, and it's not such a hard stop. So usually when we make a decision and we have this start and stop energy, that's usually where we're getting tripped up. And uh, we don't need to do that. We can keep conversations going. So um, it's easier to see this in meditation, but we're going to look at where the easiness lies in all of this, uh, where we sort of fall down the rabbit hole of judgment, uh, with ourselves or others or expecting others to judge us. Uh, we'll look at our own development and growth and kind of what we want there. Sometimes if we were to change jobs or, uh, change environments or do something that we think we're going to grow, it's very offensive to the people around us. So we'll look at that too. Uh, we're going to look at just plain old happiness and, uh, what shows up for us in that space. And then we're going to look at this kind of bigger bucket of that abundance, money and lifestyle kind of thing. So sometimes we want it all right now. But we need a little bit of a chance to sort of get ready to get into that abundance money lifestyle. Um, and it will keep unfolding after. 
So sometimes we think a big windfall would be perfect for us. Uh, but maybe that's not quite how the universe wants to give you this sort of idea of a lifestyle that you're looking for. It might come a different way. And so we're going to look at that too. Uh, we'll look at spirit guides that might show up. Sometimes we have animal guides that like to play with us. Uh, we'll look at where we can integrate some of our affinities for historical figures, whether that's literary or scientific or creative figures, um, bring them into the fold. Um, we'll look at some of the mediumship elements here where kind of that ancestral realm starts to kick it into high gear when friends and family show up and it might have been a two two hour dinner and then everybody's super tired after. That's usually a little hint that like there were a lot of other ancestors there having a good time. So uh, we'll look at the mediumship space as well. Uh, and any uh, religious um, sort of figures that show up for anyone, um, we all have our go-tos and um, uh, I'd like to encourage you to include all of this, uh, all these different types of kind of spiritual energies to uh, show up. Uh, and then there's also the angelic realm. And so I'm kind of making a little bit of a distinction between your own spirit guides, um, the ones that you see all the time, and maybe those other angelic types that maybe you don't work with as often, um, but you'd like to include. So, okay, I think we're ready to get started. So let's take a deep breath and let's settle into that space, into the back of our eyes, back of our head, that third eye area, deep within the center of our uh, head. We want to just imagine that we're taking a deep breath and settling into that space. That'll be our command center for today. You might want to notice that there's an overall color to this area that you like to hang out in. It can be any color. There are colors sometimes associated with the chakras, but it can be anything you want in this space. Whatever feels good, so just notice what that is. And then I'd like you just to imagine from the base of your spine to the center of the earth that you establish a connection to the center of the earth. And the earth says hello back. You might just imagine that this connection is just kind of a gold color of a neutral gold color. Maybe it's the color of sunshine for you. We're trying to keep things kind of light today, although the topics might get a little heavy. <laughs> We're going to keep it light. So I'd like you to uh, call in some of that earth energy, maybe in that golden yellow color, through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips. And into that first chakra at the base of the spine. When I start saying friends and family, that first chakra starts to get a little scared. <laughs> so that's okay. Um, it's probably not current because you're probably listening to this in a quiet space. They're not around. So there's, you don't need to get all scared. You can let that uh, first chakra just start to vibrate at a very uh, easy sort of state. There you go. And then just have some of that earth energy start to bubble up through the uh, spine, through that second chakra just below the navel, that third chakra at the solar plexus, fourth chakra at the heart, fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and at the top of the head. And I'd like you to imagine some of that uh, earth energy flowing over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. Great. 
And I'd like you to just imagine this silver light starting to filter down above your head. We're calling it in from the sun we see every day. Although some of you like to get really intergalactic and <laughs> call it in from the galactic central sun. So if you want to do that, you can do that today. But you don't have to. You might notice that that solar light starts to form above your head, kind of like a, your own personal sun, and it starts to come into the body at the top of the head, down the back channels of the spine. It's mixing with that earth energy, flowing through the chakras, down to that first chakra at the base of the spine. It's going to continue down to the center of the earth. Some of that solar light will filter through the legs and through the arms. And it starts to bubble up the front of the spine. And the top of your head, you can just imagine a little whale spout coming out. And there's a little bit of energy that comes out of the palms of the hands, so keep those open today. And the soles of the feet. So just in and around our body, there's lots of energy that's flowing right now. We have our own energy. We have cosmic and earth energy. And then I'd like you to pull in that aura pretty close to the body, about uh, 12 inches above and below you and side to side. And we'd like to practice having that aura in very close Sometimes when we're with friends and family and we're in a gathering of any type, sometimes our auras get really big and spread out through the whole party. That's really fun. And sometimes we just want to keep ourselves to ourselves. <laughs> so this is one of those ways to do that. So you could just have that aura in tight, close to the body, 12 inches, all around. And then I'd like you to imagine that there's a circle of light around the floor of you. So maybe you're sitting in a chair, lying down. Maybe you're even standing up. I'd like you to just allow a little circle of light around that floor. Some of us like to look at that and think of it as a little ring of fire. Sometimes it looks a little watery, like your own personal moat. It's kind of fun. Other times it's more like a energy sort of flowing back and forth, like an aurora borealis. Might be iridescent. But it's flowing from way out into the cosmos and way into the center of the earth on the outside of your aura. So just take a deep breath and notice that space. Sometimes, in, especially at this time of year, we have people climbing all over us for very so many different reasons. You might want to notice who might be leaving your space right now, and that's fine. We're just sort of defining what's happening in and around us right at the moment. They can come back later. We're not kicking them out aggressively. We're just letting them fade away <laughs> for a little bit. In my early days as a psychic, I was very excited to throw everybody out of my space. And then I realized I didn't have to be that aggressive with it. So, It's more like, oh, she's changing her energy. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's usually what's happening. So just take another deep breath. Notice that space that you're in behind your eyes. You have all this earth and cosmic energy flowing. You have this circle of light around you in whatever form it, it's looking like right now. So what I'd like to do next is to invite some of those spirit guides that hang around you anyway. But I'd like you to invite them to show up and we'll just invite whoever wants to show up. There's only six spots. 
six areas around your space that we're going to fill. So there's only six of them that you get to play with. And when you think about having an easy time with things, who do you think of? Is it more of a spirit guide, an animal guide, a historical figure? Maybe it's a mediumship, a family member that has passed on. Maybe it's a religious type helping you or to remind you that it's things can be easy. Or maybe it's something really far out there in the angelic realm. Those Metatrons and Sandalphons, all those guys. So I'd like you to notice where that ease shows up. And in that area around your space, along that circle, in front of you, behind you, and off of each shoulder, you might notice where that ease shows up. It might be everywhere like a ring. It might be just one area. So notice where that ease is right now. And as we'd like it to increase, I'd like you to add a spirit guide to help you with that. So if you notice it's a tiny little sliver (laughs) of that pie around your space that's ease or easy, you might want a little more of that. So anywhere you're experiencing pressure in your space, you might notice that that's an opportunity to be a little more easy about things. And you don't need to figure it out all by yourself. You can have a friend, a spiritual friend, to help you out. So sometimes in this space, because ease is such a different type of energy to define, you might need somebody that has been around on this planet, maybe a historical figure, maybe a family or friend that had a body not so long ago. So just notice that space where it is. Is it over your right shoulder? Is it over your left? Just notice that space and who shows up. You can look at this sort of physically around you. You can look at this from the center of your head. Just take a deep breath. So usually when we look at the present time, we think that that space is in front of us. And when we think about what we wish could have been, we think of that as sort of behind us, something historical. And then off to like your right shoulder, over your right shoulder, there might be two branches of energy that sort of speak to what you might have wished you created. And then off to your left shoulder, it might wish, um, it might have those wishes that you wish you hadn't created. <laughs> it might come with little regrets. Maybe you used different types of spiritual modalities. It didn't work out, or maybe it did, or it worked in a direction you didn't want it to. Maybe there were spiritual relationships you developed along the way or talents you wished you had. So this area off to the left, we're kind of looking at it as a space where we kind of wish things were really different. Um, And uh, that could really affect your present time life. So just notice if any of those areas you'd like a little more ease And who you'd like to show up in that space to help you with that. And I'd like you to just leave them there for now. And we'll do one more pass because after we kind of go through the rest of these areas, you might notice that there were other pieces to this easy thing that you wanted to look at. So the next hot topic has to do with judgment. So judgment of yourself or others. 
others judging you, somebody saying yes or no to you, what energy would you like to show up to help you with that? And where is it showing up now? So is it in front of you in present time? Is it behind you where you are looking at the past in terms of what has been judged? Maybe you're wishing you created something different. That's off to the right. Or maybe you wish you hadn't created something and that's off to the left. So notice that judgment. Notice how the energy got really low. (laughs) We're just looking at the energy. So I'd like you to pull yourself up back into that center of your head. You're just looking. The beauty of being in the center of your head is that you don't need to be emotionally involved with all that judgment (laughs) that you can see in your space. So anything you'd like to release, you can release that down the grounding cord. And if it's something that seems particularly heavy, you can actually send it to the sun and let it just get incinerated there. Sometimes these are just leftover judgments. They could be from long ago. They may not actually be identified with a particular group or person. They're just hanging out in the air. And so you might want to invite a spirit guide, possibly an animal guide. Maybe a wolf might help you in the judgment department. (laughs) Maybe something else. Maybe you need a dragon. Um, You might think other historical figures know a lot about judgment or how it happens on this planet. There could be other literary or scientific or creative figures that you know that have experienced that and would know all about it and could help you out. And some of these guides you might have worked with before and others might be popping up as kind of new. Sometimes there's an ancestral judgment that we sort of experience in our families and Uh, Sometimes the mediumship folks can help you out there. Any of the religious cast of characters can always help. And then there's the angelic realm. Sometimes judgment seems so small when you want to be so big that sort of getting this celestial type to kind of handle it might be helpful. And I'd like you to notice where that is in this circle around you. Is that judgment in front or behind, side to side? Over those shoulders, do you feel sort of weighed down in any area? So I'd like you to allow that spirit guide to show up. So for now, you have two slots filled. And they're going to sit around you on that circle. You might notice them buzzing around doing other things. But when they're finished with that healing that you might be receiving, uh, they can hang out on that circle around you. Then the next piece will be a little lighter. Uh, It has to do with your development and your growth. So sometimes we want to expand who we are as a person, maybe intellectually or spiritually. Maybe we want to grow in ways we haven't gotten a chance to yet this lifetime. Or maybe after looking at other lifetimes, you realize like, wow, I could really take this life in a completely different direction. So I'd like you to notice that your opportunity for growth is is exponential. And who would you like to help with that? I think this is why I include the historical figure folks, because some of the 
historical folks that we continue to look at their life story and their biography and it's still resonating today. Um, it seems like those spirits sometimes have a lot of information about life on this planet. And maybe they start from really humble beginnings and accomplish all these amazing things. And so those stories are interesting and they can be transformative or inspiring. And yet you might have some of those in your own family. (laughs) So uh, on the mediumship front, you might find a little inspiration there. Um, Certainly on the religious front, we've seen lots of figures that have gone through lots of trials and tribulations and have overcome them. And then sometimes when we think about development and growth, it gets very cartoony. Like somebody's going to wave a magic wand and it'll all be different. (laughs) In that case, you might want to look at that angelic realm. Where you're kind of not paying attention to every detail, but you just want it to look like a certain thing. You already have the picture in your mind, but you don't know how to get there. And that's okay. There's a spirit guide for that. (laughs) So you might want to look at if there's any other spirit guides you might have worked with, any other animal guides that can help you in your spiritual or development growth, whatever that looks like. Sometimes we have ideas about our own development and growth that are sitting in present time. And what you want it to look like right now. And sometimes behind us, we can sort of see what could have been, what the growth could have looked like if we got that medical degree in our 20s. (laughs) So, you know, it comes with a little judgment and maybe a little bit of ease that needs to be applied and then off to the right off that right shoulder in two different branches you might see some energy of what you wish you might have created in this area maybe you wanted to be more developed by now achieved a certain amount of growth Or maybe off that left shoulder, again, in two different sort of branches coming off the shoulder. There might be energy there about maybe regrets or how you did develop, how that could have been different. How maybe some of your choices led to certain other areas being developed that aren't as useful right now. Just notice that space. So if anything sort of starts to feel heavy or immovable, I'd like you to just ground it back to the center of the earth. Just let that go. And just take a deep breath and just notice that you're noticing these energies right now. And you're asking for help. So we're calling this surfing the wishing waves, but you're actually gathering a team together in a very conscious way. So now around that circle around you, you have a spirit guide that's helping you in that ease department or making things easy. Another area of that circle around you, you'll notice there's a spirit guide that's helping you in the judgment department. There's always a lot of judgment to go around. (laughs) So there's like always enough of that. Um, And then in the development and growth area, you have another spirit guide that's willing to help you move energy around. And then the next piece to this is we're going to look at what happens when you start to play around with the word called happiness. 
even when I say it, it doesn't sound like happiness. <laughs> it sounds like happiness. <laughs> like it's not that happy. So I'd like you to notice where that is in your space. If it already comes with its own prepackaged judgment. Or maybe it's happiness is in a box that says not easy. <laughs> it's labeled that way. So again, when you look out in front of you, you are looking at what happiness could be attained right now in present time. If there's a gathering of friends and family and you'd like everybody to be in a happy state, does that seem impossible? And if it does, who would you like to show up to help you out? What kind of spirit guide? And then behind you, sometimes we're retroactively unhappy. That's always fun. So notice that this idea that what has happened in the past isn't happy or different situations are like the farthest thing from happiness ever. I'd like you to notice that you don't need to even decide. It can just be a situation. It doesn't need to be labeled with happiness or not happy. So sometimes we take that little piece of judgment and we start to make it into this other sword or categorizing kind of thing that's going to decide what's happy and what's not. So if you notice any of that in the front or the back of you, I'd like you to release that back to the center of the earth. And then over each shoulder, I'd like you to just release any energy that's not letting you see this happiness that you'd like to achieve right now. If it looks a little foggy, looks a little muddled, just release that back to the center of the earth. And along that circle, I'd like you to invite another guide that will help you in this happy area. This might be where the angelic realm seems like a very easy one to use, to work with. Other times, happiness is tied to some of our religious figures. Sometimes uh, happiness might be something we think of our ancestors had looked at or achieved. Maybe it's from all the photos pictures of her ancestors. Sometimes it's the fact that families and friends that have passed on will show up and say hello to us in a mediumship space. And that comes with a lot of happiness and emotion. So there might be someone in that pool of folks that you'd like to work with in the happiness area. Sometimes uh, an animal guide is a lot easier to work with in this area. Sometimes there's a spirit guide that you might have been working with most of your life that you know very well. That you'd like to expand how they're showing up for you. Sometimes when we're sort of assigning these roles to these different guides that just kind of helps us to organize energy, organize our thought process around uh, what we're creating. So notice who shows up. I noticed that like happiness is serious work. <laughs> That's another energy that shows up with it. And then when you put the friends and the family and, oh, we have to have this dinner, but he's going to have a great time. Then it just gets super complicated. So anywhere happiness equals complications, 
could you just ground that back to the center of the earth? Because happiness comes in all sorts of forms. It can be fleeting, just a couple seconds. It can be like for one hour and that's it. It can be a whole bunch of laughs at somebody's jokes and then that's it for the rest of the evening. (laughs) It can be a sustained feeling for a day and a night. And then not for a while. So we don't need to define how it actually occurs, but you need to be able to see it. And so who is that spirit guide that's going to help you to be on the lookout for any of that happiness that's flying around that you want to hang out with? So notice how those spirit guides are showing up right now. You have one to help you make things easy. You have one in the judgment department. You have one for development and growth. You have one that's looking out for all the happiness that might be coming your way, pointing it out. And the next one we want to look at is this sort of abundance money and sort of lifestyle energy. So sometimes when we gather as a group Sometimes that competition of how well you're doing or what job you have now, or, I mean, it doesn't matter if you've made bazillions of dollars or or you don't even have a job right now. There's just all those questions about how you're doing. (laughs) Like, does anyone know? Nobody has the answer for that. So I'd like you to just think about where in your space, right or left shoulder, front or back, that this sort of idea of what your lifestyle is or what you'd like it to be shows up. Sometimes we've experienced things in the past that we want to keep going back to. Sometimes it's always looking forward. We want the next big win in in our workspace, whatever that is. Sometimes it's the how we achieve something. Or how we're enjoying ourselves. How is this abundance sort of happening? How is there all that food on the table? How did it get there? I don't know. But will it show up again? It's like it kind of comes with its own little baked in worry. So no matter what lifestyle you're living right now and where you'd like to be, any of that space in between that has that little bit of worry, like, oh, you'll never do that again. Or you'll never be able to go there again. Whatever that is, could you just ground it to the center of the earth? So the earth has all sorts of lifestyles, but it's helping people achieve. So there's no limit to what lifestyle you might want to enjoy. But once that little wheel of lack starts, then it's kind of hard to get off of that. So whatever that word is for you, sometimes for some folks, it's abundance. When I say abundance, you're like, oh, yeah, and then it opens up everything. Other times I say abundance and they're like, "Ugh, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. So whatever the word is, abundance, money, lifestyle, that has to do with you achieving this sort of stasis, state of being that you'd like in your life. That's going to take care of your body, your friends and family around you. I'd like you to notice whatever that word is. like you to invite that spirit guide that's going to help you. Help you to keep that space sacred. Help you to keep that space at a very high vibration. And so we think of, you know, groups of words like happy, happy, healthy, fit. I can't even say it. We might think of words like fun and exciting.
It's known as that space. When I see the word lifestyle, sometimes those uh, animal guides kind of come into play here because if you think about animals and how they kind of like handle their lives without getting too deep into this, when they're having, when the family dog is having a great time all the time, (laughs) it's like that kind of lifestyle is kind of, there's a little kind of nugget of gold in there. I'd like to experience life in a way that's all the needs are met. And I'm having a great time and somebody's giving me a toy. It's like sometimes those animal guides are very helpful. Figuring out what that is for you. It could be another spirit guide that you've worked with over the years. We've all seen uh, different types of palaces that are still standing today all over the earth. So sometimes those historical figures come in handy. Somehow they got things built in a way that are that is sustainable. And could take care of a lot of people. Sometimes that mediumship element is uh, something you want to include when you think about a lifestyle and how to sort of sustain this energy of love and acceptance. It's one of the energies that sort of comes out when you do a lot of mediumship work. And sometimes that abundance sort of money and lifestyle sort of questions, they come up in a religious sense too. So sometimes some of those guides are very helpful as well. And then you always have your angelic realm. There's lots of angels out there. They like working with humans. Sometimes they're celestial. Sometimes they're off planet somewhere. Sometimes they're in different dimensions. So the idea of abundance money, lifestyle type of stuff that we think in present day life uh, isn't a big deal. So notice what guides sort of shows up there. Okay. And the last area we're going to look at has to do with you. So if you were going to show your energy to your friends and family around you in a very safe way, safe and respectful, what would that look like? Who would you need around you? And do you notice the minute I say that you're like, oh no, (laughs) you're already back behind you. You're behind your body. Or maybe you're way out in front, like that's more like it. Should have started with that first. Um, maybe off to the right. There's all sorts of little pieces of energy of you off to the right or the left over that shoulder. I'd like you to notice any of those spaces of how you were supposed to create you anywhere along that circle. There's any sort of things making it all complicated about just being you, I'd like you to just ground that back to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to just notice if that ring of fire or aurora borealis or the moat around you is changing as you start to look at just you as a being. And sometimes we like to have a spirit guide help us here. So when you want to show up and be you in all of your glory, who would you like there somewhere in your space supporting you? And sometimes that's 
a guardian angel that you've worked with forever that you're familiar with. Sometimes it's religious uh, guide. Sometimes it's from the angelic realm. It could be an ancestor that you know is going to be like, go do it, whatever that is. It could be an animal guide. It could be a historical figure. So I'd like you to just notice what other spirit would you like to show up in this area that's just all you. You're just being you. What happens when you're just you? I'm not saying for every event coming up with friends and family that you have to show yourself and just be you. But if you'd like to do that or there's an opportunity for that, you don't need to do that all by yourself. You can have a spirit guide that's waiting in the wings that's going to help you and support you in that moment. And so sometimes with this sort of idea of family gatherings, whatever they are, friends, family, it's kind of being mentally prepared, spiritually prepared for kind of what could unfold. And that in this idea of we wish it would be a certain way, all those expectations, they don't need to deliver a result in that moment. You can just enjoy the event and then it's sort of something an energy that's going to develop and develop and develop kind of it's kind of like a big wave coming in so you're starting to set things in motion so just take a deep breath and i'd like you to notice all sorts of things that are happening in your body right now you might be super grounded to the earth you might enjoy that circle around you you might notice that you're connected to the sun you're in the center of your head. I'd like you to think about any of that energy around ease or having things be easy. And I'd like you to remember what spirit guide you're working with there. And where is it on that circle around you? And then I'd like you to think about judgment and the spirit guide that's going to be helping you with all those cute, nifty little judgments that like to fly around. Notice where that is on that circle. Notice who it is. And then as far as development and growth that you might like to get to, I'd like you to notice the spirit guide happening in that space and where it's hanging out on that circle. And the next energy is happiness. And where does that sit in your space, in that circle around you? And who's the guide you're working with on that? We're just picking one for right now. Over time, you might want to add more. But for right now, who's the lucky winner that's helping you in the happiness department? And then in the abundance money lifestyle area, which spirit guide is helping you there? Let's notice that space. And then when it comes to being you, I'd like you to notice which spirit guide shows up for that. Great. Okay, so for the rest of today, I'd like you to keep these guides around you. I'd like you to talk to them. I'd like you to give them different jobs. Uh, You can take them with you everywhere you go for the rest of today, even tonight. In dream time, you can say, hey, we got to do some work in a couple different areas in dream time. And this is what we're doing. You can give them jobs there too. Um, Sometimes starting uh, your relationship with different spirit guides and telling them what to do is just a way to start. It doesn't mean that you're being irreverent. Um, And you can always um, think of them as friends that you just haven't talked to in a while. And now you're talking to them again and you have all these things to say. 
Um, another piece to this is that you can always listen <laughs> to your guides. That's always fun because they usually say something and we're usually not paying attention. So there's a lot to do in this space. And if you notice spiritually, you're really busy in this area. Now that you have six spirit guides, you have to talk to you. <laughs> so just let the space sort of evolve and unfold. And uh, you want to take all of these folks with you, whatever the next gathering is over the next couple of weeks as we kind of close out the year. But whenever there's a gathering of friends and family, you want to bring all of yourselves with you. And you want to bring your guides with you too. You just want to be available to different energies and be available to different energetic opportunities to move things along with the energy. So sometimes we get into the space of wishing and wishing, wishing things could be different or whatever that is. And um, instead of wishing, we can gather our spiritual folks around us. And we can just create. And that sounds really easy as I say it, but that's because we've been in meditation. But as you know, outside of meditation, it can get a little tough. So I recommend before these events over the next couple of weeks that you do a little meditation, say hello to your guides, check in on them, bring them with you and see what happens. And you might have like a whole bunch more fun than you were before. So hopefully um, you've had some fun today surfing the wishing waves and stay tuned for more on Inflow Radio. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.